Welcome to Rhema for Today Radio. Now what we say is our confession, and our confessions, the words we say, rule us. Jesus said, and let's look at it again, Mark eleven twenty three. Verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. This week we continue the teaching series from the archives by Kenneth E. Hagan in Him. This will be a great day of faith-building teaching. Stay tuned. Plus, later in today's program, Ken and Lynette will give you details on this month's special offer. Now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan with today's message. If you have your Bibles today, and I want you to get them, please, I'd like for you to open your Bibles with me to three portions of Scripture. We shall read, first of all, from Romans, the 10th chapter, and then I'm going to read from Mark, the 11th chapter, and then finally I want to read from Proverbs, chapter 6. Now then, let's read the verses in that order. First of all, Romans, chapter 10, verses 9 and 10, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth... Or thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Then in Mark chapter 11, verse 23, we read, For verily I say unto you, and this is Jesus speaking, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Then I want to read the verse from Proverbs chapter 6, verse 2. Thou art snared with the words of thy mouth, thou art taken captive with the words of thy mouth. A spiritual law too few of us realize is, our confessions rule us. When we use the word confession, people instinctively think of confessing sin. And the Bible does say in 1 John 1, 9, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. But this is the negative side of confession. The Bible has much more to say about the positive side of confession. That is the confession of our faith. The verses that we read from Romans. Let's notice them again. Romans chapter 10 verse 9 and 10. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Now notice, this does not refer to confessing sin. This is confessing Jesus. In his heart man believes, and with his mouth he confesses that Jesus is Lord. The verse there in Proverbs chapter 6 verse 2 said, Thou art snared with the words of thy mouth. Thou art taken, uh, in other words, captive, so to speak. I think one translation reads that away. Thou art taken captive with the words of thy mouth. 
Now, what we say is our confession, and our confessions, the words we say, rule us. Jesus said, and let's look at it again, Mark eleven twenty three, Verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Now, let's meditate on these words of Jesus a little more. Whosoever shall say, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Now, did Jesus know what he was talking about? Or are these just the words of an irresponsible dreamer? No, they are not the words of a dreamer. They are the words of the divine Son of God. Jesus meant exactly what he said. And what did uh, he say you will have? He said, you will have what you say. Notice that, latter part of that verse, he shall have whatsoever he saith. If you really believe a thing in your heart, positive or negative, and you say it with your mouth, you will really have it. Jesus said you would. It's always with the heart man believes, and with the mouth confession is made unto any of the provisions of God. Notice how these two phrases from God's word say the same thing in different words. For instance, Romans 10.10, 10, with the mouth confession is made unto. Mark 11.23, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Now turn to Hebrews chapter 4 verse 14. Seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our profession, or, as the margin reads, let us hold fast our confession. The same Greek word translated profession here is translated elsewhere in the King James as confession. Modern translators or translations render it confession. Let us hold fast our confession. Christians are told here to hold fast to our confession. Now, what is the confession that we're to hold fast to? The confession we are to maintain. It is the confession of our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, the confession of our faith in God, our Heavenly Father, the confession of our faith in the Word of God. The majority of Christians Though sincere, are weak. This is because they never really dared confess what God's Word says about them. They have never dared confess that they are what the Bible says they are, that they are who the Bible says they are, and that they have what the Bible says they have. In fact, many Christians maintain a wrong confession instead of holding fast to a right confession. Now, what is a wrong confession? A wrong confession is a confession of defeat, of failure, of the supremacy of Satan. They're always talking about uh, what a time they're having with the devil, what a battle they're having, what all they're going through, how the devil is 
keeping them from success, keeping them sick, how the devil's holding them in bondage, and so on. And as long as they talk like that, according to what Jesus said, that is what they're going to have. I know folks wouldn't do it if they really knew what they were doing, but that kind of confession is an unconscious declaration that God, our Father in heaven, is a failure. Now, God is not a failure. Defeat is not of God. When you talk about defeat, you're talking about the works of the devil. God did not intend that the church should be defeated. He said that the gates of hell would not prevail against the church, Matthew sixteen eighteen. Well, if the gates of hell cannot prevail against the church, well, that just simply means that Satan cannot prevail against the church. Now, the Word of God teaches us, you notice here, Jesus said, Mark eleven twenty three, Whosoever shall say, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe those things which he saith, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Then here in Hebrews 4.14, again we're told, let us hold fast our confession. Well, you see, someone said that confession is three things. That it is affirming something that we believe that it is witnessing for a truth that we have embraced, that it is testifying of something that we know. Now, faith demands expression and testimony. Testimony is a part of the faith life. If you want to develop a robust faith, then continually tell what the Lord is doing for you. You're listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Now... Let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. Uh, Miss Lynette. Oh, I have something that will Put together help something you. that will help everybody. Yes, this will help you in your change for the Lord. Yeah. It'll help you in your growth with the Lord. And it's uh, uh, called her grab bag special. Yes. And this bag has our faith emblem on it. And I'll tell you what, that just re- will help to remind you that without faith, it's impossible to please God. Now, yeah. let's see. I've got a real bargain in my, oh, my grab goodness. bag. Oh, my Look at what all you got in there. You know, it's so important, honey, to know yeah, the, know will, the will of, of God, God for your life. So we have a book by your dad, yeah, How that, You Can Know the Will of God. That's my dad's book, and it's a really good book, Helping You Find the Will that's of God. That's right. And also a CD by him called... How to Receive God's Bless by my dad, Kenneth E. Hagan. That's 10 years ago, went home to be with the Lord after preaching for 67 years. And then my CD on success. You know, so many times the enemy will try to tell you, you're not going to make it. You're not going to be a success in life. And so I went through all the scriptures that of God's promises on how we can be a success in Him. And, and this has has music behind has it. Music and then it has it. what? Four three, songs. Four songs on mm-hmm. there. And it, it this is this is not one of those that will put you to sleep. This no, is one of those. It's a pepper upper. This is, yeah, this is a pepper upper. Hey, <laughs> hey. Uh, you know, you need some energy. Play this. That's right. Don't 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 go drink something. But pay, pay, play this. That's it'll, right. it'll pep you up. 
And your book, It's Your Move? You know, a lot of people say to me, and, and really that's where this came from. In fact, I taught this, a lesson on this, because they come say, I'm waiting on God. And I got to, people got to saying that, and, and I got to reading in the Word and looking at some stuff, and I noticed that God's already moved. He's yes. waiting on us that's to move. Right. In fact, it's got a picture of a chessboard there. Now, they put that on there. I don't, I don't know how to play chess. They should have put checkers or something on there. But after one person moves, it's the other person who moves. God That's has right. already moved right here in His Word. He tells us right here that He's already done some things, but now it's up to us to do what we need to do to receive those. So that's just a little tell you a little bit about the book. I don't need to preach a sermon to you. And last, but very important, how to live worry-free. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> you know, so many times it's like people are worrying, and like your dad said, worry is a sin. Yeah. And we need to learn how to live worry-free. This is a series that I taught uh, because people were talking about they, uh, they were stressed out. They felt like they were in bondage. And then I had some people talk to me about, well, they were they were just fearful of everything. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I put together this called How to Live Worry-Free, Stepping Out of the Bondage of Stress and Fear. And uh, I, I think it's really, really, really good. Of course, I guess I would. I, right. I, I'm the one that taught it. <laughs> and then they put it into, into a book. But uh, now, all, all of this, this stuff, like one, two, three, four, five different is almost a plus 40, the bag. Yes, is almost a forty dollar value. All right, now what are you going? Uh, what are you going to let them have it for? Nineteen ninety five. Oh, that is half price. No, that is yes, man. Look, yes, nineteen ninety five. Yes, man, that is a that's a good bargain. that's a good bargain. Plus, it will help you. Call now one eight 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 Faith ninety nine. Don't delay. Call one eight 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 Faith ninety nine. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Tomorrow on Rhema for Today, we continue with the teaching by Kenneth E. Hagen in Him. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.